0: The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv.
1: We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith Hill, that's who we
0: are. Good morning. Oh come on! Good morning. Good morning. You slept in, you know, from the club last night or whatever. I was in the club last night. I was I, Brian. We were in a, a basement, a comedy club or something, and, and so yeah, I went clubbing last night. I'm still in church this morning, uh, but uh, I'm excited to be with you all. The single service. Any singles out there? Come on, raise your hand if you're single. Okay, raise your hand if it's complicated. Come on. <laughs> If it's complicated, I don't know what that means, but you know, uh, raise your hand if you're in between, if you're in between, just kind of, all right, come on, all right, this is single service, we can have some fun on this morning, Uh, my name is Pastor Mike Amy, and uh, we pastor an amazing church in Ventuk, Namibia, Uh, we've been there now for eight years, eight amazing years, uh, pastoring a church there, and so uh, I love Faith Hill, Uh, I've been here a couple of times now, and Uh, This is like family, uh, where I told Pastor Tafari, don't call me Pastor Mike anymore, call me Mike. We are friends, and I'm going to call you Tafari or T, whatever, and and we'll figure it out. And I love you, Pastor, Pastor Tepo, and Pastor T. They're absolutely amazing, and I love the work that's happening here at Faith Hill and how we get to be a part of that and part of what's happening. Um, My wife couldn't be here this morning because... She's with the kids, and we were going to leave the kids, but we got a lot of traveling to do over the next couple of weeks, and so someone had to stay. <laughs> it wasn't going to be me. <laughs> <sighs> Not with my three kids. Me with my three kids by myself for a whole weekend. I did one day, and I couldn't wait for her to come back. I was like, as soon as she came back, here, take them. Uh, uh, women, you are absolutely amazing. Uh, the way, if you have kids, the way you're able to mother kids is absolutely amazing. Uh, I've got a special guest with me on this morning. Uh, our musical director at our church is here. Um, and he's doing, yeah. uh, Ray, he's single, you know, <laughs> so... Uh, Uh, but he has an amazing heart, and he's doing some work here in S.A. Uh, for the next month or month or two. Um, and so uh, he just said, I'm going to pop in with you, Pastor, and, and come see you. And so uh, he's helped. We recorded a live album in February, uh, and he, he was instrumental in making that happen, uh, making my wife's dream come true um, of recording a live album. So that will come out. I don't know when. Uh, I'm on it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm on it. I said, you better mic the audience. And I was right on the front row. <laughs> so, uh, uh, But I want you to lean in on this morning. Um, I-, I talked with the married couples this morning. And, you know, the married couples, you know, were a little relaxed. And so now we got the singles and the singles, you should be a little crazier, right? Because you have nothing to lose. Uh, Everything to gain, you know, in a married uh, session, you can't really say amen to the things you want to say amen to. uh, Because if you say amen too loud and with too much passion, uh, your wife will look at you like, "Mm mm-hmm. So that's how you really feel, you know. Uh, But church should be a safe place, uh, a place where you can yell and scream and shout and and talk back with me. And we're going to have a great, great time. Um, Last night, I did a, a message called Best Sex Ever. And it was pretty hot in that club That uh, while, while I was teaching. A um, few people were like, man, Pastor, can you put that on pause while I step out for a little bit? Uh, <laughs> but uh, we had a great time, and don't worry, I'm not going to do that this morning. Uh, this morning, my message is titled Baggage Claims and Flights. Baggage Claims and like 2 Corinthians chapter number 5 and verse number 17 uh, from the New Living Translation. Verse number 17 in the 5th the chapter of Second Corinthians says, This means that everyone, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Say new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. The old life is gone. A new life has become. We're talking about baggage claims and flights. I was talking with Pastor Tafar on last night and I said, man, you are working me. Uh, last night I taught a different message this morning. I had to teach to married couples and now this is my third message. I told him I'm going to sleep on that airplane uh, because now I got to, you know, twist it for singles. And I love talking to singles because I've mastered singlehood. Because I'm married oh, come on, y'all, I've mastered being a single, because I was able to transition from being single to married, and I've been married now 13 years with three kids with one woman, that's all the kids that I know of right now. Come on, y'all, it's a joke. But um, we've been married 13 years, three kids, and, and I've mastered singlehood, and so I can give you some tips. On being single because I was single for 23 years. Now I'm 36, 13. Subtract the, add on the. Baggage claims and flights. Guys, if you could bring the bags over for me. Uh, Baggage claims and and flights. Uh, Sometimes when I talk with singles, I like to uh, be like Bernie Mac. I like to say what sometimes people are afraid to say. Uh, some people would label it shade, and some people would label it—you know—that was a little cold. But I, I think the truth is the truth. You just need to take it and, and use it however you can in your life. And the church says, uh, "I need y'all to talk back to me this this morning." It's okay. There's no one that's going to judge you or, or break up with you. If they break up with you, praise God. Baggage claims and flights. Uh, If you've ever caught a flight before and if you've had to transition from one airline to another airline, if you were catching a flight to go to another country, uh, sometimes you have to get out of that airplane and you have to go to baggage claim. And when you get in baggage claim, you have to collect all your bags, right? And if you collect all your bags, then you've got to recheck them again and and reprocess them again. Uh, But if you have too much baggage, uh, you'll miss your next flight. If you get caught up in the baggage claim, you miss the flight, and that person that you might be sitting next to might be been the one that would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you're looking for Mr. Wright, you want Mrs. Good, Barr, but because you're so caught up in the baggage claim, you can't catch the flight of your next relationship. Uh, You're trying to get in that relationship, but if you keep staying in the baggage claim area, you can't catch that flight that will take you around the world and show you places and show you things. I remember a few years ago, my my wife was, we were in the mall and we were at this shoe store called uh, Finish Line, and I was looking at shoes, and if you know me, I love tackies. I love tennis shoes. Like I got over 40 pairs of tackies, about 50 dress shoes. It's crazy. It's bad. I know. Don't judge me. Uh, I believe it's because my parents wouldn't allow me to buy those shoes when I was a kid, and then I got my own money now, and so <laughs> I buy what I want, when I want, and how many pair I want, you know? Um, and, and, and so I remember we were in the shoe store, and I was looking at some tackies, looking at some sneakers, and um, she was like, Babe, I'm like, yeah, you so caught up in the shoe. Those two guys are trying to holler at me. <laughs> And so so my response to her was, that's so cute. Can they take you around the world like I can? And I'm not worried back to looking at my shoes, right? See, I'm not moved by some other man because I know I've taken you to Paris. Come on. I've taken you to Africa. I've taken you different places. Can they do that? No, they're just going to take you around the hood. (laughs) You're going to become hood famous, not world famous. Come on. Uh, I'm not trying to be hood famous. I'm trying to be world famous. There's, there's levels, right? And I know that those men aren't on that level that I'm at with you, so I'm secure. That's so cute. And she's like, whatever. Whatever. I do remember we were in one store, one guy looked at her and turned around and was looking. I said, man, is there something wrong with you? <laughs> Like okay, I can understand the hollering, but you ain't got to start staring at my wife. He was like, "What'd you say?" I said, "Man, I am from LA. I will. I'm a little crazy. If you can't tell by now." <laughs> but but we we we've got to we've got to get out of the baggage claim so that we can catch our flight. You, you you can't have a successful relationship and possibly turn that relationship into marriage if you've got all this baggage. Yeah. See, you get all excited when the boy asks for your number. You get all excited when the girl gives you the number, but then they come out to find out that, wait a minute, what's all of this baggage? <laughs> I was trying to date you, but now I got to date you, boyfriend number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight, and all of the baggage that comes with that. And so now I'm stuck with all your baggage as well. Yeah. Oh, Pastor, I want to be found. Well, you're not going to be found when you're stuck in baggage claim. Come on. Uh, The Bible says he who finds a wife. Remember I said I just kind of like throw some jabs out there. and You can take it as it is. He who finds a wife. Not he who finds a girl. Not he who finds a woman. He who finds a... Come on. That means before you get married, you already have to be wife material. If you're not wife material, you'll never be found. A lot of people are being hidden because they don't want to become wife. They just want to be wifey. You see, God never created us to play house. God created us to build a house. Wifey plays house. A wife helps to build a house. Wife understands that you're not going to get anything that comes with wifehood from me until you put a ring here. But see, when you recognize that I am a wife, come on, then you know that you found a good thing, which means it doesn't take you very long when you know that you have a good thing. Oh, come on, let's go there for a second. Why does it take six, seven, eight, ten years to be dating with someone to find out if he's the one? Find out if she's the one. Men, we know when she's the one probably after day two or three. We want to sit there and have a five year long. What in the world are we? What are we doing for five years? Like, what do you not know after five years? Like, I, I make a joke with my kids all the time. Like, my daughter, she's she's about to be two, and she likes to hit me in the back of my thighs and tap me on my, on my behind and you know push me. And I say, hey girl, don't be touching me like that. I've only known you for a year and a half. <laughs> I ain't known you that long, girl. My, then my daughter, my other daughter, uh, Jasmine, she'll come up to me. Girl, I've only known you seven years, girl. We ain't known that, we're not together that long now. But I've only known my daughter for a year and a half, yet she has the entire, my entire world. And we're sitting here five, six, seven years trying to figure out, do I want to spend the rest of my life with you? Baggage. Okay, so so women we we, we they, they've got baggage, but then on the other side of that, men got baggage as well. Oh, y'all are silent on me this morning. It's Presbyterian Church. <laughs> men, you've got baggage as well, and your baggage is called indecisiveness. Uh, men, we can be very indecisive. uh we know what we want, but because we can't make a decision. All oh, the girls are like, yes, yes, preach pastor, yes, pastor. Don't worry, I'm going to come back to you in a second. At the end of this message, y'all going to be like, man, don't bring Pastor Mike ever again. Like, and that's cool. I, I love my church. I'm, I'm good. It's fine. Pastor T can clean up later. But, man, we can be so indecisive. And, and I can say that full of confidence because I was indecisive at a moment in my life. Me and my wife, we were engaged about 15 times. Serious, at least five, though, for real. And the last one, she broke up with me at Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. What's wrong with you? Like, you break up at Disneyland. And not only at Disneyland, but at my favorite ride, the teacups. And I had to figure out, why am I being so indecisive? Why can't I make a decision? That's part of my baggage. Not being able to make decisions. Men, if you know this one is, this is it for me, make the decision and stick with it. Don't drag this girl around on this cycle and on this emotional roller coaster, bringing her up and down for nothing. A lot of relationships can be added up to like taxi rides. You hop in the taxi, you speak your destination. Other people jump in the taxi, right, pay their fares, but they never stick around to the final destination called marriage. And so what happens is we bounce from from man to man. We bounce from woman to woman trying to figure out, how how do I sort out my, my, my baggage Because the bags uh, represent all of the hurt. The bags represent all of the expenses, all of the shortcomings, all of the heaviness of life. The bags represent all of that. And so because this is me, I identify with all of my baggage. And because I identify with all of my baggage, it's who I am, which means I have to carry it everywhere. Because if I forget something, I forget my identity. And because I forget my identity and I'm caught up in this baggage, all of the hurts of what my dad didn't do and what my mom didn't do and and all of the things that I couldn't do and what this boy did to me and what that boy did to me and what that girl did to me, I carry all of this baggage, which means when I get into the relationship that is God-ordained, I mess that one up as well. Why? Because I never dealt with the baggage. A lot of us, we enter into marriage unprepared. Uh, I tell people when I do premarital counseling that premarital counseling, it, it really does not help you, per se. Premarital counseling gives you some tools. You're going to have to be the one to take the tools and use them in marriage people think that if i don't do the premarital counseling the marriage is going to fall apart no 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 your marriage will fall apart because you're not working yeah. see see this is what we do we want to play house before marriage that's society today you can live together it's fine it's okay it's normal and we play house right I wake up, I cook breakfast for you like, like we're married, right? I wash the clothes like we're married. Uh, we, we sleep together like we're married, but we're not really married. And get this, you're doing everything that married folk do, right? But you have no guarantee, which means that boy can get out of the bed any moment he wants to because there's nothing holding him down. You with me? And so we play house, and in our minds, we think that it's okay, everything's good, but we're playing house. You with me? We're playing house. And then the moment we get married, we think, ah, well, we've been doing it for two, three years. Marriage is a piece of cake. No. Once you get married, that's when Satan turns on all hell. (laughs)
1: Let,
0: let, let Let me put it like this. Marriage simply exposes... Who you are. So in the confines of playing house, Satan is okay with that. Why? Because you're not married. He hates the institution of marriage. He doesn't hate you playing house. He loves you playing house. Why? Because you're fooling yourself. And so because you're fooling yourself, then you get to think, okay, well, marriage will be a piece of cake. Why? Because we've been practicing. No, you haven't. What you've been practicing is failure. Failure. Because the moment you transition from being wifey to actually being a wife, everything gets exposed. Everything you thought was good unravels. Why? Because Satan magnifies that relationship and shows all of the flaws that you couldn't see because you were playing house. All right, let's pack up. We can go home. If you're and, and I mean uh, Pastor Chippo, I did this in church. I said, man, if you're playing house, you need to break up. You need to move out. I'll come bring you some boxes. I will help you move. Man, there's about two couples that were living together, and I haven't seen them since. I run into them in the store. Hey, man, I ain't seen you in church. What's up? Oh, uh, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been, you've been traveling. You've been around. And there's one, I do, every Sunday I see him at church, hey, look, you want me to bring you some boxes?
1: <laughs> so, you
0: you I'll I, I bring you some boxes. I'll right, help you pack up. Well, well. Cause see, because Satan doesn't play fair. Mm-hmm. And And as a pastor, I'm a shepherd, which means I've got to protect the sheep. Yeah. And if I know something and I don't say something about what I know, and I know it's against God and His ways. Then that, and that's all. That's on me, right? Yeah. So I got to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. You with me? And I can really tell the truth because this isn't my church. <laughs> Just email Pastor T at faithhillchurch.co.za. Pastor, this is my grievance with with the pastor that you had in. It's fine. Eric Abadu, <laughs> it's fine, it's crazy. okay. <laughs> Eric Abadu sings this song, Bag Lady. Bag Lady, you gonna miss your bus. You can't hurry up, cause you got too much stuff. When they see you coming, brothers take off running. From you, it's true, oh yes, they do. One day, he gonna say, You crowd in my space. I said one day, he going to say, you cried in my space. I'm, I'm fast forwarding the song a little bit. So, pack light, <laughs> you know, that song was banging back in the day. That was a joint right there. But but Eric Botto, she's telling the truth. Man, if you got all that baggage, dudes don't want to date you? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I told you I'm just going to drop some bombs, drop some nuggets, and I'm going to walk away. My flight is at 730, so I'm good. <laughs> people talk. And because people talk, come on. Okay. I'm just, let me say this. You can correct me after service black folk you know if you say something and tell someone don't tell anybody (laughs) you know in our community no matter what tribe you come from (laughs)
1: there's
0: still a community okay, in our community, that you tell that person, don't tell anybody, they will go tell someone, hey, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but, uh, you know, such and such and such and such, yeah, but don't tell nobody though, okay, it, it, and it just, so if you've got tons of baggage, hear me, that last relationship, when you go to enter into another one, because we're in the community, People will talk and you will be labeled as a person with so much baggage. And because you get that label, I have so much baggage. Brothers, no, uh-uh, I'm not even going to deal with that. You know, those guys, they got all of that baggage. Here's another one. Not just indecisiveness, but sometimes brothers carry baggage because they got three or four babies, mamas. Nobody in here. Well, that's baggage in and of itself as well. Because yeah. yeah. now you got to think about. Hold on. So you you telling me so I got to deal with three other women yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and their issues <laughs> and how they feel about me. Yeah. Everybody say it with me. One, two, three baggage. One, two, three
1: baggage.
0: Baggage claims and flights. The goal is to get on the flight. But you'll never make the flight if you caught up with the baggage. Excess, excess baggage brings extra expenses. Okay, so how do I pack light? Big idea: learn to forgive. If I'm single, I need to master the word forgiveness. I can't master the word forgiveness when I get married. I need to learn how to do it before marriage. See, it's a different message for the married couples because you can't divorce. You're stuck. (laughs) Make it work. You with me? But now you're on the flip side of this. You're single, which means you can make some decisions. If you're dating right now, maybe you want to text that boyfriend, you know what, I'm going to head and break up with you because... (laughs) I'm in this seminar right now, and this pastor is speaking some truth, and I recognize some things in you and in me, and this situation is not going to work. And you can blame me. You can send them my email address. It's cool. Because then they can catch a flight and find me in Ventook and I got security. Forgiveness has the power to lift the weight of all the baggage. So how do I forgive? If I want to forgive, number one, I've got to learn to face the past. Uh, I'm kind of a, like a how-to guy. Like, you know, if you tell me to do something, just tell me how to do it, and I can follow the instructions, and I can make the thing happen, right? And when people say, man, just forgive, but how? Number one, I've got to face the past. A lot of us, we, we know we have baggage, but we really don't want to face it. We know we're tucking things away, right? But, but the way to get forgiveness, number one, is you've got to forgive yourself before you can forgive someone else. And the only way you can forgive yourself is dealing with the past. Which means you're going to have to unzip these bags and you're going to have to go through every piece of clothing, every item in there and deal with it. Every messed up relationship, whatever part you played, you're going to have to deal with it. The things you allow, the things you you allow to continue to go on. Can we go there for a second? Sometimes we just allow things because we want to make it work, because we want to, I want to be married. I I want to have that vacation. (laughs) Isn't it funny when you see these single people on their vacations, you never really see bank. See this, I see his back. I see his back of his head, but can I see the face? Like, what's going on? Like, are you trying to catfish us here, or like, I want to, I want to see, you know, and portray what's going on on social media. I want to be that Instagram girl. I want to be that right. I want to be that one. But in reality, we. Their, their life is messed up uh, they can't sleep at night they they're, they're living a lie portraying it as truth and there's something that a lot of people say and i hate this statement and I, I correct them whenever i hear them say it is i'm living my truth how can you live your truth if your truth isn't based off the word of god yeah, i don't have a truth my truth is his word my compass is his word my guide is his word my instructions come from his word so i'm not living my my truth no 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 no. i've got to live his word his word is the truth you with me so i've got to learn to face the past i got to learn to face whatever's in those bags it might be dark. It might take me a while, but let me face them because if I can face them, I can get rid of them. And then when I get in that relationship, I know I'm in it 100% free and clear. I'm not going to, because this is what happens. If we don't deal with it, whatever boy, whatever boyfriend, whatever he's done in the past, when you get with a new boyfriend, then you bring all of the past hurt the other boyfriend did and you use it against the new one. And then you get so confused that you think what your boyfriend's doing now is what boyfriend two did, but it's really what boyfriend three did. Come on. So this this singleness, is, is, it's a gift. Being single is a gift. It, is a, it truly is a gift. Why? Because when you get married, it is, it, marriage is a gift, but marriage is work. Man, our, our fifth year of marriage, I, I took T took to Cape Town and bought her two Louis Vuitton purses. Yeah, but then I had to top that. No, not even the next year. What I'm going to do year 10? So year 10, I took her to Paris. Good gracious, Mike, man. What you going to do year 15? And then bump it. Now year 15 is really now year 13 because year 13 is our what's called a crown anniversary. Like, where'd that come from? The crown anniversary. Like, what you mean, crown anniversary? Well, our 13th year is on the 13th of May, the day we got married, and it only happens once in our lifetime. That's who? So now I'm like, man, so now I have to speed up, and I'm already planning for year 15, but now i got to move it up forward, backwards, uh, two years to to take care of year 13 because of this new thing, a crown anniversary. (laughs) The devil is alive. (laughs) So I'm busy breaking my head, figuring out, man, what I'm going to do to year 13 because this is what she wants to do because whatever baby wants, baby's got to get. 'Cause it's my it's my desire to make her happy. Yeah. And not only to make her happy, but to show my daughters how you should be treated as well. Yeah. And show my son how you should treat the women. Ooh, man, I can't wait when they get married, man. I'm man, the laboleph. F- <laughs> I want a hundred a hundred bulls. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty cows. And a ranch to put them on. Because that girl right there, the way she's been trained, priceless. I've, I've got to deal with the past because if I don't deal with the past, it will create bitterness. Okay? So number one, I've got to face the past. Number two, I need to stop being bitter. Why? Because bitterness blocks the flow of God in my life. The the more I'm bitter and I hang on to these things, it slows me down from moving where I need to go. My boyfriend's saying, hey, let's go this way. Wait, hold on, let me get all my bags. Come on. Bitterness, it, it causes you to hold on to these handles. I need to hold on to this. But when you stop being bitter, you can just let it go look, look, look. I'm I mean, I'm holding on for dear life to cuz this man I'm mad look at that see the impression that bitterness leaves I've got to learn to stop being bitter and just let it go Matthew 11:28 through 29 says from the message bible are you tired worn out burned out on religion Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of my grace. You've got to understand that your relationship has to be with the Father. If you're single, your relationship has to be with God. That's your man. Come on. Amen. that That's your boo. Hey, what you doing tonight, man? I'm in love with Jesus. I'm going, I'm going out with Jesus tonight. It sounds crazy, but get this. The only way, women, you're going to get to me, this is, you got to say this to you about yourself. The only way a man can get to me is when he gets caught up in Jesus. If, he can't, if he's not caught up in Jesus, he can't catch me. A lot of us, we set the standards too low. And because we set the standards too low, any person can jump over. But if we raise the standards, if we raise the bar, if we raise the level, then they've got to rise above the level. You with me? Um, if the man can't worship, then he's not right for you. If the man doesn't know how to get up early and seek the Father, he ain't the one. Why? Because Psalms 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He, he leads me to green pastures beside still waters. In order for you to find a green pasture for us to graze and eat, means you got to get up early and go searching. So if the man can't lead you to Christ, where is he going to lead you to? Anybody ready to break up yet? That's my goal. I woke up this morning and said, Father, I want to see at least one person break up this morning. If that happens, I know that I've accomplished you'll be saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. <laughs>
1: um,
0: my mom has this country song that she loves. And I'm like, country? Okay. It's interesting. And it's the story of this man who dated a girl and he broke up. And um, he ended up getting married. And then he ended up seeing the girl that he broke up with. And, uh, seeing how bad her life was and how... And and the the, the chorus of the song is, I thank God for unanswered prayer. Because he found out that that girl was crazy. If you ever get out of a relationship, sometimes you should thank God that you got out. I thank God that some of those relationships did not work. I thank God that this one that I'm in is working. Because... Everyone isn't right for you, but sometimes because we lower those standards, because you know, our clock is ticking. I'm 30, 32, my parents are on my neck. When are you gonna bring me my grandkids? Come on, your sister's are already married and she's 12. You get what I'm saying, right? Like, I just, just like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's 30, like, come on, girl, like. Just take it let, let me set you up with someone, but I I I can't be moved by the pressure of other people. I, I wanna Amen. I wanna be refined and perfect and, and in God's perfect timing. Amen. God will bring everything together. Uh stop being bitter. Number three, last one, and you know, learning how to forgive so I can get rid of the baggage and catch my flight is I need to decide to move forward. I need to decide to move forward. If you if you deal with your past, right? If you deal with all the baggage, if you get rid of all the baggage, you, you face your past. You stop. You stop being bitter. You, you give up everything. Then you can leave and just take your carry on. And, and, and the boo is like, "Hey, what's what's this carry on about?" Uh, just don't worry, this has got a few of my clothes, a few of the things. And, and all the rest, I'm going to leave because I'm moving forward. I'm going to leave them in baggage claim. I'm not going to claim them. Come on. I'm going. To, matter of fact, I'm going to take the stickers off and everything, so no one can contact me. Come on. You know that sticker; they can scan it. Boop, and then they can call. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you've left the bag in baggage claim. No, no, I'm going to take all the stickers yeah. off. Any identification, I'm taking it off so because I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to take with me what I can carry on this plane, because I, I want to see the world with you, boo. And any new bags I get are for creating memories. You with me? Uh, it, it says here in Philippians 3, verse 13 through 14, Brethren, I do not count myself to apprehend it, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I I press toward the goal. I I press toward the goal. Father, uh, make me a wife. Uh, Father, make me a husband. Father, teach me how to be a man. Father, teach me how to be the woman of God you've called me to be. We can read books, come on. We we can go to to seminars like this and, and, and hear messages like this, and they're great, and they're awesome. There's nothing wrong with it. But at the end of the day, the only one who can really teach you how to be who you're called to be is God himself. I could give you 10 steps on dating. I could give you, you know, 10 steps on on being single and satisfied. I can give you all of that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, it means nothing. Why? Because you keep coming back to seminar after seminar trying to get yourself straight. And give me another 10 steps. I did the other 10. Give me another 10. Okay, I did those 10. Give me five. Come on. I did the five. Give me three. Something, I went to that one, I went to this one. No, only God can fix you. Only God can fix you. I can't, Pastor T can't, Pastor T can't, No, no one else can fix you. God can't. We can guide you into a better relationship with Jesus. We can suggest some things. But the only one ultimately that can change you is God himself. so, so let 's wrap this up in a, in a nice little bow, because some of you are looking at me like you 're really mad at me. That is fine, that is okay with me, but let 's wrap this up in a nice little bow and if it 's blessed you just come bring me an offering <laughs> uh, we 'll start at a thousand and we'll work our way up because uh, remember, I got to pay for this thirteenth wedding anniversary. I'm just playing. Well, I mean, if you want to, it's fine. (laughs) I'm not requiring of of that of you, but if you would like to, it's okay. I will receive. Um, Let's just wrap this up in a little little bow. God never created us to have baggage. Baggage is a result of sin. It's a result of the decision-making that Adam... Eve had in the garden ultimately God desired us to have a direct fellowship with him daily constantly which means this the only way that I can move from being single to married is to master singleness I'm not mastering singleness to be married I'm mastering singleness to know my father. And it's amazing. When you master your singleness and you're not chasing after being married, all of a sudden, the husband shows up. All of a sudden, the wife shows up. Because I stopped chasing after being a wife after being the husband, I want I want this. No, I'm just going to enjoy my singleness and be satisfied. And, and I know I'm complete already in Christ Jesus. There is no man that can complete, that complete. I'll end with this story. I can tell it now because I've told it a couple of times. I tell my brother. I tell his story all the time. My brother, I, I nicknamed him Good Luck Chuck. Good Luck Chuck is a movie. Uh, the guy, every time he dated someone, uh, the next person that they got dated, they got married. So people began to date Chuck because they knew, when we break up, I'll get married. <laughs> so every girl he dated, after they broke up, they got married. It's like, man, you are good luck Chuck, man. You are a good luck Chuck. Like, you're amazing. Desired to be married. He was almost jealous because his brother, his little brother, got married before him. His little brother was having kids; and he wasn't. He was reaching forty. Everybody was looking at him like, "Man, you've got your career, you've got everything, but you don't have the wife, you don't have the family." And it was the moment that he just gave up and just completely just started serving. He became the director of hospitality at his church. I was like, look at you.
1: What did you do there? I serve coffee and
0: I'm over this team. I'm going to this program. I'm just getting involved here. I'm getting involved there. All of a sudden, he met his wife at church. He looked everywhere to try to find someone. It was the moment when he gave up looking. That he found what he was looking for without even looking. For. How amazing is that? So, what I'm challenging with today is to deal with the baggage, enjoy your singleness, master being single, and marriage will just happen. When marriage happens, it'll be sweet. Uh, the God I serve is a God who can redeem the time. Be moved by how old you are. That matter, God can redeem. You at the time. If you could do it for Abraham and Sarah, certainly He can do it for you. I just want to pray with you on this morning. Just, just cover you and me. see If I can't do that at this point, allow me to. So your head bowed, your eyes closed, i to pray. Father God, I thank you and I praise you for each and every person you single in a relationship maybe it's complicated trying to figure things out Lord we know that you're not the author of confusion therefore we ask you to bring clarity to their lives bring soundness and stability to their lives let them know that they don't need a man to complete them they need a woman to complete them that they need you be that completion for them Help them to be satisfied in their sickness knowing that you have everything covered. Let them be secure in that knowledge, that understanding. Help them get over past baggage, past hurts, past issues. I pray that they're delivered from anything that's hindering them from catching their flights and next relationship, that person you've set up. Lord, we just give you glory, we give you honor, praise, and thanksgiving. In the appointed time, marriage, if that's their desire, will be theirs. In Jesus' name
1: we pray.
0: We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today.